red, red and yellow, yellow, green, brown, scarlet, black, black ochre, peach, Aww. ruby, olive, violet, fawn, lilac, gold, chocolate, mauve, cream, crimson, silver, rose, azure, lemon, russet, gray, purple, white, pink, pink Orange, orange and blue. Blue, blue. Oh, blue we did yeah. it. Yes, we did it. <laughs> that sounded like a cult, my dudes. <laughs> yeah, our, our new cast the is not a cult. cult. What are they? <laughs> uh, welcome to Act 4, Season 2. My name is Michael Moya. My name is Drew Brown. I'm Boston Smith. And today we're going to be talking about our winter breaks. So, Drew, we'll start off with you. How's your winter break has my been? My winter break has been fantastic. Three and a half weeks is not really bad for the soul. <laughs> but all I did was just, you know, hang out with the fam, hang out with friends. Um, we went to Temple Square. Two te- well, I went to Temple Square a few times. Great place, by the way. Uh, and I won't be at that place for like six years because the Salt Lake Temple is going to be under construction. Oh, so right. you can go you can go to the Toilet Temple that's being built right now. Oh, yeah, true. Temple Square. I doubt there's going to be a lot of people. Temple Square is well, still open, though. That's... The Temple. No, The Temple itself... Well, I mean, how else are you going to get to, like, the conference? Because I'm pretty sure the Temple Square is going to be, um, it's going to be reconstructed, too, so. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting. The majority of the temple workers in Salt Lake is from Twila. Really? That's why there's a lot of traffic. Interesting. (laughs) And then when we have the Twila Temple, it's going to cut that traffic off. Mm -hmm. Even though right now there's a lot of people protesting against the temple being built in Twila. (laughs) Reasons why. The reason why is because um, it's being built right across the street from a drive-in theater, mm-hmm. and they're worried that the lights will affect the drive-in theater. That's stupid. Also, the owner of the drive-in theater said that if it does affect the lights, they will be playing Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh no! In front of their temple. Nonsense. Uh, but um, Christmas was really good. Um, I got what I wanted. I mean, I didn't ask for much, but my mom got me a lot of stuff. So bless her soul. And, yeah, that's how my Christmas break was. That's all I can say so far. All right. Uh, Boston. Boston. It was not long enough, but it was definitely it was definitely really nice to be able to take a break from, from school and life and everything. And it's between semesters, so it's like you don't have to worry about anything because you don't have classes yet, uh, which was really nice to be able to just take a break, not worry about stuff, work on projects I've been meaning to work on, I uh, got some videos made that I uh, on my YouTube channel. Yeah, I'm mean, one of those one of those guys. Nice. Uh, um, yeah, it was, it was a good time. It was really, really nice. It was so long ago too, so I can't even remember what happened. Mm-hmm. It was just this semester. It's only been like three weeks, but it feels like I should we should already be done. <laughs> it just feels like it's been so long. Pretty cool. What about you, Michael, and your hairy chest? So, uh, speaking of my hairy chest, uh, for my winter break, I went on a cruise. Uh, oh, that yeah, that's right. My family has been saving up to go on a cruise for a couple of years because you can make payments on a cruise and just do that for a few years and then mm-hmm. you can get on. Um, so, I uh, I went to Ensenada, Mexico in that cruise. And uh, I'll tell you one story about this uh, cruise. So there was a hairy chess competition inside this uh, cruise ship. 
Now, last my mom told me last time she was there, eighteen-year-olds were allowed to be in there. Mm. Oh, okay. The captain of the boat said, um, "All right, we're looking for people that's over the age of twenty-one for this competition of the Harry Chess Competition." And I was like, "Well, nineteen. Me, I'm twenty-one." So they picked me, and they picked a whole bunch of forty-year-olds up there. By the way. It's sad that a 19-year-old is as hairy as a 40-year-old um, that looked like they're part of the Godfather. <laughs> um, <laughs> then they said, all right, well, we're looking for judges. We're looking for grandmothers. My mom raised her hand because she is a grandmother of stepchildren or step-grandchildren. Um, and so they're like, you, are you sure you're a grandmother? You looked kind of young. She's like, yes, I am. So she got up there and uh, there's three judges, three old women. Um, and so what the people in the Harry chess competition had to do, they had to strut to the judges and the first judge, by the way, my mom was judge number three, but the first judge felt our bicep, our muscle, uh, when we flex in front of them. Uh, the second judge had to put their whole hands up against our chest to feel the hairy chest. And the third judge, my mother had to slap people's butts. Oh my. So, um, that's why he was 21. Uh, so I did everything. I got, I got my arm gropes. I got my uh, hairy chest grabbed. But here's the thing. Every other person before me that went up to my mother, my mom just did a little tap with like a finger because she does not like slapping people's butts. She did not know what she was signing up for until <laughs> it happened. So when it came to me, ow. Oh. She, 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 she went full force. Anyway. Um, I won fourth place in the Harry Chess competition <laughs> as a 19-year-old. <laughs> the first, the person that won first place got a got a um, champagne and some candies. And I was just like, oh, I don't want champagne and candies. I don't drink, but I use I use uh, alcohol as jewelry for me, which is weird. It's nice to have an b- expensive bottle on the counter, and you say that you're rich by pointing out that. But sell it in the black market. Sell, well, there, there was, um, you don't sell alcohol in the black market unless it's illegal alcohol. For example, there's this alcohol on the boat that a, uh, this company was giving out because it's illegal in the U.S., but legal in every other country. I think it was a whiskey, fancy golden bottle, too. Um, it was a square bottle like this, uh, about like, I don't know, five inches square, five square inches, basically, wide. Um, I don't know how tall it was. But it was a fancy bottle. I never saw it before. And they're like, you want to know why we haven't... You haven't seen this bottle before? Like, why? Well, it does not exist in the U.S. The U.S. made it illegal to purchase this inside the U.S. So that type of alcohol would be in the black market. Um, So you can purchase it on the boat because it's in international waters. Mm -hmm. But it was was a fancy bottle. It was worth $500 (laughs) because of how rare it was. But... Yeah, that was that was fun. Um, but that was my winter break, really. I went to New Year's uh, in my girlfriend's house. That was fun. Came here a week early, relaxed, and uh, got ready for the next semester. Speaking of which, how was your guys' semester coming along? Oh, I have one more thing to say oh. about the winter break. Um, I saw a movie. Uh, it's called Cats. Oh, yes. Biggest box office bomb of the year. Oh, my goodness. Cats was incredible. 
in a bad way. Yes, <laughs> yes, of course, of course. By the way, Boston, I think, aren't you a fan of Cats, right? Not the musical. Ah. Uh, I don't really know. I didn't really know much going in. I was just like, this is going to be a bad movie, so I'm going to hype the hell out of it. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what it was. Um, so if you're not following me on Twitter, you should. At Bostonian Posts. Entertaining tweets. Yeah. If you want countdowns to certain movies, he's got you. Um, I'm currently doing a countdown for the Sonic movie, but I'm doing it in a bit more of an unconventional way. So what I do is like, you know how names, like, it's, like, Boston, and then in quotes, it's, like, your nickname? Yeah. Like Boston the Thunder Smith. Yes. So, mm-hmm. uh, what I do is, I, it's kind of like how I did it with cats. I do Boston, and then in quotes, I do how many days are left. And then I do Smith. But what I've been doing with the Sonic movie is there's this song from the game Sonic Adventure 2. Uh, and I, uh, I've been doing uh, each line of it, but backwards. Like, I retweet my, my tweet of the, of the line of the lyric. With the next line, but I do it backwards, so it's like, uh, the, yeah, back the line's backwards. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've been mm-hmm. doing for Sonic. I have that movie up, but I did that with Cats. I just did like such and such days with the Cats movie, and my the Cats movie liked my tweet twice, liked my tweets twice, mm-hmm. and they didn't invite me to the premiere. Oh, that's stupid. Yeah, I'm like, well, what am I? <laughs> saved you the trouble, I guess. <laughs> I want. I went and saw it with a friend of mine, and so it was, was it worth it. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait. Do you mean to see to wait to see with a friend or to see the movie? To see general? the movie. See the movie. Uh, yeah, I think so. It was a good. It was a good day. <laughs> it was. It, it. Do not get me wrong. It sucked. It was a. It was not a great movie. Uh, Might as well just watch a bootleg of the Broadway revival. Uh. Yeah. The Rum Tum Tugger song in the Broadway version, we even tested it yeah. out through. Uh, the movie version, they sounded lazy. They didn't yeah. really do any character. Not, like, not enough. In the movie, it's like, the Rum Tug Tugger is a curious cat. cat. And then in the, in the, in the Broadway, it's like, the Rum Tug Tugger is a curious cat. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, more oh. projection and more like... Um, character. Yeah. <laughs> more like, you know, like passion. Yes, yes. You got Jason Derulo. Freaking Jason Derulo, like, was just Jason Derulo in Cats. Jason he was, he was Derulo! Not the I know nothing about Jason Derulo other than the fact that he sings his, his name, name and he was in Cats. Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. Was, Wait, is that what he said in the movie? No. no. Okay. He said he said his character's name in the movie exactly the same way, kind of. Yeah, he sang his name in the movie. Rum Tum Tugger. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. Oh my gosh. Um. <laughs> Basically, the Rumtum Tugger was Jason Derulo. Yes, that's what people are saying. Yeah. Rumtum Tugger. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much how the movie was cast. Is like, <laughs> who who in the world is who who is Rebel Wilson? Jenny Annie Dots. No, <laughs> no, literally, like the cast just takes place different. Like James Corden plays James Corden in this yeah. movie. Oh, uh, what's that guy's name? Oh no, people are gonna be like. Are you talking about Idris Sen- Elba? Idris Elba. No, no, no. Ian you McKellen. keep on going. I'm going to think of the guy's name. You Ian guys... McKellen? No, uh, he's a real life guy. He uh, He's a rap producer. DJ Khaled. That's it. Jason oh. Derulo versus DJ Khaled. Who can say their name better? I don't know anything <laughs> about DJ Khaled either. Um, DJ, you... I don't know much about rap other in, than Hamilton. In, in, in uh, a lot of music that he doesn't even sing in. Basically like Jason Derulo. You just hear it in the background. DJ Khaled! That's it. 
Same thing with Jason Derulo. You know who's an ideal rum-tum tugger for a live-action movie? Uh, Brendan Urie? Yep, read my mind. That would that would be cool. Why didn't they cast Brendan Urie as rum-tum tugger? <laughs> he should have made his film debut, but I would have <laughs> spared him the trouble. Um, but, like, uh, Taylor Swift was in it. They hyped they hyped the hell out of her. Yeah, because it's all only moneymaker. But she was only in it for like ten minutes. <laughs> it's like how they put. It's like how they put Johnny Depp, his name and his face on the poster of Into the Woods. Yeah, and he's he only in there for like yeah five minutes. Yeah, for five minutes. That's it. <laughs> but it's like it's because of contract stuff, of course. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like Taylor Swift's not even in it that much. I know, and Johnny Depp only played a musical character in a live-action movie, like, twice. Sweeney Todd and Into the Woods. Both Stephen Sondheim musicals. Yeah! Amazing. Johnny um, Depp, I don't know, what else should he be? Should it be the live-action Alexander Hamilton? Or what? Uh, no, no. <laughs> Probably not. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else he'd be in. Mm-hmm. Um, Idris Elba was really weird in Cats. Yeah, he, I mean, I heard the worst part was when he, like, kind of looked naked. He did. <laughs> For majority of the film, he wears a hat and a coat. He's really cool and really mysterious, and he's McCavity. But then he takes it off. He takes that off, and his fur is a very similar color to what Idris Elba's skin is. So I'm like, this dude just stripped right in this movie. Why is it not rated R? <laughs> yep, that's why I didn't want to see it over the winter break, because I'm not going to spend my money on some box office film. I was tempted to go watch 1917 at the time. 1917 is a great movie. I know. I don't want to see uh, it. I plan on buying it when it comes out on DVD. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm going to buy Cats when it comes out on DVD. Would you show it to other people and just like pull it out why it's so bad? I want you to hang that up on a wall. Cats? <laughs> yes. Oh, no, don't, I... don't put it into a shelf or where your other DVDs go. Hang, Get a nail and hammer and just put it up on the wall neatly. But then how could I watch it? Just, just, okay. And so then you, just so you open up name the it case. the best film that has ever been made. So you open up the case, you nail it in as the case is opened, you can close the case as it's nailed up to the wall, so it's just this box on the wall that you just open up, grab the DVD, uh, close it. It's like a safe on the wall. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> People's like, why do you have cats on the wall? Watch. And Synaxis. <laughs> Why, oh, do, why don't you have cats in the world? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, how is, how's your guys' semester, by the way, going along? It's going uh, steady so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, the stress is going to kick in really soon. Mm. But it's been pretty, like, relaxing these past few weeks. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie. Uh, like I said, it feels like it's been going on for an eternity. Uh, it's just been, like, less than a month. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That's the thing. Though. We're we're we yeah we're going into our fourth week and it already feels like it's like it should be the end. I know um, I I know how you feel. We've been putting off this podcast episode one, uh, for a while. Two because, weeks now for two weeks because of auditions, because of rehearsals, because homework. of homework. Listen, I just my math in this semester terrible, extremely terrible. Five homework assignments a day and three different websites. Okay. Terrible, okay? Yes, and this guy does not know how to manage computers whatsoever. In fact, tech support had to be on speakerphone. For him, For him, he, we're having technical difficulties because we couldn't see the modules tab, tab on our Canvas page. Yeah. And he's like, it's not my fault, it's your guys' fault. We see in the projector, his Canvas is open, and it shows a little eyeball on the modules tab, and it's just crossed off, meaning that he hasn't selected it for us to see. So we complained. 
And he was complaining that we couldn't do our work on the modules thing yet. And so he's like, fine, I'll just get <laughs> I'll just get tech support on the speakerphone. So he puts tech support on the speakerphone and the guy's like, yeah, it's your teacher's fault. Um, this is what you need to do, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, we were hold back, we were held back for homework for a while. Uh, also, I just did a group project all by myself. Wow. Yes, just today, because today was the only time I could do it. Mm. Um, and the teacher just realized how much homework he's been giving us. And apparently, I think it's been an accident for five assignments. I've been told that he's been getting assignments that had been due the day of and moving it back and like having it more split off instead mm -hmm. of five a day. Yeah. But yeah, that is, so far that's my most stressful class. <laughs> fun. Yes. Uh, math is so much fun, but you know, Joseph in the amazing Titan Color Dreamcoat is being is so much fun actually. Yeah. It takes st stress off of me. We are heading into staging this week. I know dan yeah, dancing. We're doing choreography and Freak yeah. I hear the set is already up though. Yeah? Yes. I, I can't wait to see it. Me too. I, I saw the I saw the box of it, mm. what they did, mm -hmm. and it's just, it looks beautiful. <laughs> I'm excited to see the show. Uh, and you're doing Odyssey, am I correct? Uh, I auditioned for it, Odyssey. and I got a callback. Nice. So, callbacks are tomorrow, see what happens. All right, all right. Break a leg, by the way. Thank mm -hmm. you. Uh, so, Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor Dream Co., I'm playing Naftali. And I'm playing Issachar, and both me and Michael are the brothers to Joseph, mm -hmm. because... Um, I don't know. We just fit us brothers, especially your beard, and you know. <laughs> yes, they they're making beards for everyone in the cast, but they're not making a beard for me. Yeah, because I have a beard. Already. I don't know if mine's a guarantee yet, even though like I'm still growing. He's it still out. he's still growing it out, but there's a lot to cover. Yeah, so. I think by next month opening night, like it should be like enough. Well, they're gonna possibly make a backup beard just in case if the director says so or not. Probably, yeah, I am not in the show. Just to throw that out there. Yeah, Boston's here as the third wheel right now. I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> talk about talk about whatever you want. But to talk about. we have a great cast. We do have a great cast. I, I like I like this cast a lot. Um, I just hear like the music majors don't like the theater people because we don't sing very well. That's usually on the girls' side though. Um, yeah, just... well, music majors are a bunch of D guys. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, well, it's like so. Music majors don't like theater majors because we can't sing, but then theater majors don't like music majors because <laughs> they can't, can't act. act. <laughs> With exceptions, because there are people who I've seen who are do music both. majors like, who do both. Like, yes. like Jill, for example. Jill yeah. and Tag's pretty good at acting. Oh, yes. Um, but, no, the... the <laughs> The funny thing is, I told uh, some of the girls that had problems with music majors during rehearsal. Um, that's like, oh, they judge me, blah 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 blah. I'll just be like, listen, return the favor <laughs> during acting during the acting part of our uh, rehearsal, <laughs> because yeah. I look back uh, and when we're doing the singing part, you see the theater majors they're sing they're singing and having emotion into their song, and then you see the music majors standing there learning the notes, like focus on the notes more. Mm -hmm. Like for example, Drew and I, <laughs> we dance and we 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 uh, interact with each other as we're learning the music. Yeah, for one more angel in heaven, we were like on the ground. Dancing. Yeah, we're on the ground dancing. Like the theater majors have fun as the music majors are there to learn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I we're, mean, theater majors are there to learn as well. Yes, we're mm -hmm. we're there to learn as well, but we we do it more body wise. They they just stand there and like 
they're more focused, I guess you could mm. say. Yeah. Dr. Huff makes us focus, too. Dr. Huff is scary for me. I don't know why, but he's scary to me. I think when it comes to musical theater, I think the acting is more important than the singing. That's that's what although I say, the, too. Although the singing, singing is, important. is important. But the acting is where it goes. Because yeah. it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fine line, because... If you sound like if you sound like crap, then it's not going to be good. But if you act like crap, it's not going to be good either. Yeah, I think the acting is more important, but you have to also sound good as well. Imagine, yeah. imagine Hades Town with no acting. Ooh. <laughs> imagine. You hear that heavy metal sound? The symphony of Hades Town. <laughs> Young man, you can strung your lyre. I strung the world with wire. Oh my goodness. Boring. <laughs> that beat two boring. thumbs down. <laughs> no, I showed Drew that song because he hasn't heard that song from Hades Town and I got carried away playing Hades. <laughs> oh yeah, and he freaking almost killed me. I almost <laughs> killed him. I almost chucked him off a cliff. But yeah, I, I think acting works very good in musicals and that puts a lot of emotion into your songs as well. Yeah, it's, it's mm. acting with singing. It's not freaking like just singing or else it's a choir performance. Yes, that's, that's the big point about it. Um, like Josh and Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, he was telling he was telling me I, you weren't in it, right? No, you were. I in was it. in Miracle. Yes. I was just like, wait. Well, I was looking at you, and I was like, yes, I was in Miracle. I was trying to remember. So that was our last. That was our last right? episode. <laughs> Gosh, I'm stupid. I was like, I, I was good. I have those moments too, where I'm like, were you in this show? I know. <laughs> and then I feel so bad when I'm like. You were! <laughs> no! Uh, Dang it. But, like, uh, Josh, he was telling us, he was telling us we need to act more than sing. Oh, yeah. So, like, you remember that one time where Hannah and I had to walk around the room, sang our lines? I think, I think I do. I can't remember. Well, he had us walk around. Was it during a song or was it? It was during, it was, it was during the breakup scene. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. And we're just walking back and forth, just like arguing and all that stuff. And he wanted us to try something different and every single time. But like, ooh, acting is very important in this in musicals. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh my gosh! Uh, but like improv, for example, uh, improv editions has happened. LTI. LTI. Yes, we. The first performance was last. The second performance was last night. First performance was on Friday. Mm. What do you guys think about the improv group this year or this semester? Um, not gonna lie, I love the new members, but I feel like there should have been some members who were on the team last semester that should be on the team this semester. I don't know why they shortened the group, but. Mm-hmm. Like I still think they're a pretty strong group, just not as strong as last semester. That's my opinion. So you you wanted the original cast? I mean, I thought, I thought like certain members. I'm not going to say them. I thought okay. certain members like should have been on the team that were called back. Mm-hmm. But I don't know the reasoning behind shortening the team. So that's none of my business. But I, I mean, I definitely think that it's. It, I think it's going to be a good cast. I don't know. I was on it last semester. I was on the semester before, and I didn't make it this semester. I wish the best to the team. I think it'll be a good time. I don't know. They've been funny. I've laughed at a lot of their jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, LTI auditions were a bit weird because they gave us like some weird prompts that like I couldn't like fully understand. So I just like played yeah. with whatever. But but I'm gonna learn from my mistakes because I don't know. I think I learned like a thing or two from auditions and callbacks, and even like from the shows. So we, I did that we can privately do improv together. 
yeah, we can do that like, yeah. sometime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that would be cool. Boston is the most experienced. Mm-hmm. You can help us. Maybe Hannah, too. Mm-hmm. But, like, other people, too. Oh, yeah. Um, I was in the improv team in my high school. We've mm-hmm. talked about this in season mm-hmm. one. And uh, <laughs> it's completely I, different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, just... I did some improv in high school as well, and just from where I where I started and where I am now is 180 mm-hmm. degrees. Oh, yeah, yes. I got some um, questions or like some advice. So like, what happens if like there's a prompt and like you don't? Um, so let's say I don't know. Like you're like it's the first day of school. Like what happens if there's like a moment like where you're, like you can't think of anything? What's the game? Um, I don't know. On the revolver. Game. Revolver. First day of school. You. Uh, what do you mean? Like, what's, like, the mind process? So, like, obviously, like, you got to accept, like, anything. Mm-hmm. And you've got to stick to one, like, objective or, like, one subject, right? Mm-hmm. You can't have, like, more than two, like, I don't know, situations going on. Yeah. So, like, like what do you try to solve? What do you... Tr- so... Or, um, like, try and, like, build up to, let's say. So, the things you have to keep in mind when you're doing... When you're doing an improv scene, is it's connecting to connecting to your fellow actor. Mm-hmm. It's it's like how it is in a normal scene. You're connecting, and then there's a thing. There's things we we have in it called uh, things we do. We do an improv. We do crow. It stands for character, relationship, objective, and where. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you have those four in mind as you're building the scene, and it also it also deals with escalation too. You've got to like take take like where you started and you got to keep building up mm-hmm. until the very end when they call the scene and then you're done. I'm, I don't know if that's answering your question mm-hmm. now. Like, yeah. But like, what if you, what if you like run out of ideas? What if you run out of ideas? Uh, still trying to answer that question. It's like, I don't know. I think it's also, you can rely on your, in the ideal, in the ideal improv scene, you have a partner that if you run out of ideas, you can lean on them to try and, like, say, hey, like, not verbally and seeing, like, not mm-hmm. bring it to a halt and say, hey, I'm out of ideas. But, like, I think if they can sense that you're out of ideas, they'll pick up the mm-hmm. pace and, like, yeah. That's why you don't see that, no, we got to start over. Mm-hmm. I think it's better to have, like, more than one person seeing because it's, like, yeah. you have other people to work off. Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay, yeah, that answers my question. Thanks, Boston. Absolutely. You know, yesterday the performance for improv was great, but what was better was Blood Curdling Scream. Yeah, yeah. That was a great experience. All thanks to Boston right here. Yeah, we had a stage reading of a show I wrote yesterday. Boston is great with comedic <laughs> writing. Uh, Stop. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Boston uh, came to us, uh, Drew and I. Uh, because he had us in mind for characters. Um, I wonder why for me, for my character. Um, yes. It's not like the character is Hispanic or anything. Um, <laughs> but um, it was a funny play. I gotta say, it was so much fun. I played a character called Iskago, which is a... He is... He's playing... He's acting as a Hispanic, but he's not really Hispanic. But mm-hmm. he played in a Mexican soap opera and he doesn't even know Spanish. It sounds more offensive than it is, I swear. <laughs> it sounds I more mean, offensive than it is? It sounds like if you just explain it, it sounds it sounds offensive. Mm. But then when you see the play, I Oh yeah. When you when you see it. So for those of you who don't know what a stage reading is, it's it's looking at the script on its own, 
like you like it's actors standing up and reading the script as opposed to like full blocking and actions and everything you don't have like the set you uh, you basically have like some music stand set up and people put scripts on them and they read from it you have someone read the stage directions that's kind of what we did we just got some dudes and gals guys gals non-binary pals together <laughs> and and we read from a script that I wrote that I'm working on for about a year and a half more than that very fun yeah. describe your experience Michael yes indeed well, well I already talked about my character Drew what's your character my character was Russell uh, he is a imposter let's say um he puts on all the lead roles in like basically every single like famous play or acclaimed play (laughs) i like how like you had to read through one of the characters yeah and he (laughs) thinks he knows a lot about acting but like he's not really that experienced um obviously like if he were there at the at the reading he speaks in a very monotone voice while reading the lines so obviously like he doesn't put any emotion or like any pivotal points in the lines and he doesn't drive he doesn't have um he doesn't like have like that mindset that actors do and yeah he just doesn't he doesn't get the lead part in the end even though he does in the beginning and soon on the director daniel cicero who's like the main protagonist in the play finds out that he's a phony and you know he improvises and that's what this basically this whole entire play is about at the end improv um, I like it when the the director for the show said that you were too exciting reading your lines, even though you were reading it monotoned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it was funny. Uh, so he blew me away with his to be or not to be speech, and he like freaking balls it at whatever you read a line. It's like, yeah. Hello. What say a line in your monotone? Mm-hmm. The weather looks great up here. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> Great performance. Um, but like my I like my character though because I just literally play myself. <laughs> That's it. And, and one part, my one of my favorite parts, uh, he gets stabbed and he has an accent this whole entire time in the play. And uh, he gets stabbed and he drops the accent and he's like, "What the hell, man? You stabbed me!" Blah 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 blah. Re- he realizes he drops the accent and he tries to pick it back up, but. Uh, the other actor is like, wait, hold on, you're not Hispanic? And uh, Iskago is like, no, I'm. my name's actually James John Smith. And I'm sitting there like, this is me. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> I so relate so much. You're saying you're posing as a Hispanic and you're not really and you're one of the most American <laughs> names out there? The crowd went nuts when you... Um, <laughs> did the tap dance? No, when you joke. did the tap dancing, and both oh actually... <laughs> That was the best. First of all, it was the joke where you're like, okay, what are caterpillars afraid of? That was the last Dog one. Pillars. Yes. Dog pillars. I, I, so <laughs> they gave me a list of jokes. Boston gave me a list of jokes for part of the part of the scene. Of one uh, of the scenes. Because Drew's character gets, uh, he's playing the lead part and, he, and something happens to him and he's not able to play it anymore. So while they're trying to find someone to fill the spot, uh, Michael needs to... Reads uh, needs to entertain the audience. Is that the first time or uh, excuse me, the second time uh, uh, when I use jokes? Because uh, the second time I did the caterpillar one, the first time I, I did like five jokes. I think it was the second time. Uh, the second, so in the second time, well, they pushed Escago out to do some jokes, and uh, Escago for the first time did, did some jokes, and then it slowly stopped becoming jokes and mm. all that stuff. And 
I just awkwardly did a little tiny tap dance, just a tiny one. I didn't go full out or anything. I even asked the audience, does anyone have any jokes? Uh, Hannah raised up her hand and uh, I pointed at her and she's like, me? I was like, no, 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 don't come up here. <laughs> um, and so the second time I was out there, um, I, uh, I uh, changed up the line a little bit. I kind of said I Googled some more jokes or, or Googled some more jokes. Yeah, I said that. And uh, instead of I Googled some jokes. Anyway, uh, the first joke I said, everyone started dying laughing and it made me break character and started laughing too. Um, it was the caterpillar one. What are caterpillars yeah. afraid of? Dogapillars. Everyone laughed. I, could, I was laughing. I broke character and I was laughing so hard I could not read the next line. And to the fact that they were laughing at the fact that I was laughing. <laughs> and that was... It, it, it was funny. Um, but even when I... Even... Was it the music stopped? Oh yeah. And Esco goes like, "It's my time to shine," and tried to tap dance. Yeah, like because he established before, "Hey, I can tap dance." Yeah. And then later on, the music doesn't work. He's like, "I can do this. I can, I can still save this the show." And he goes out and tap dances. Yeah, and then even like the audience was applauding. I know they applauded at my. I one person <laughs> was like, "We did it." <laughs> My job here is done. We can end the show. I can't believe they applauded my tap dancing skills. Zero <laughs> hours of training worked into this moment, and I nailed it. Well, bam. <laughs> no, everyone. No, I just heard the gracefully of laughing when uh when I was still tap dancing as um oh no uh, Cicero comes out and starts talking to the audience saying sorry you're getting a refund right was that yeah line? yeah pretty much um so you're, you're getting a refund blah 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 I'm still tap dancing right next to Cicero and the thing is I just get more aggressively into it and to the point where I'm like wait no it's not that you're getting a refund it's we have someone else to play the part. oh yeah yeah and I was like lifting up my leg like high for the last part and they're just laughing so much I, I was so tired I love though like right, even before you started tap dancing you're like it's my time to shine and people knew exactly what you were doing. Gosh. it's my time to shine people started laughing it was like i was like yes it's my time we to shine we oh can my gosh <laughs> stand over i was like we can end the show right now we did it our job here is done oh my gosh i love i love playing this girl Thank you for giving me this opportunity, Absolutely. by the way. I love that character I so just, much. I wanted to say, uh, our director, Sierra, was an was amazing, amazing mm. director. Oh, she was. Could not have done any of this without her. Uh, you know what I wish they could have done, though? The spit take. Because it would have been funny. It would have been funny. It would have been hard, though, because we had paper scripts. Yes. And it that, would have ruined those. I, 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 I assume that. If there was a spit take, I would have backed up from the script a little bit and yeah. then came back. <laughs> Eventually, we'll keep a spit take. Um, <laughs> and also, I think everyone was just cast perfectly. I think we... Uh, I'm just going to pat myself. And Sierra's not here, but on the back. And uh, Was Sierra as well casting? Uh, yes. It was her and I both uh, worked together with casting... Uh, and I was like, hey, this person would work. No, um, no, I, I, I just have and a question. This, like, and then she was like, this person would work. And yeah. What was the thought process between Drew and I for casting? Um, so, uh, I can look and see. So You have notes? So, one night I was like, I should put together a list of people who I want in this show. Um, and eventually, oh wait, no, I, uh... So we we got it down because I had a list of like five per per people, mm-hmm. and then we and then we got it down to two each. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I got it down for two each. Sierra got it down for two each. 
Um, but I deleted them as soon as we like had it set, so I can't I I can't pull up who else we had okay. for each part. I think it was either you or Parker that we had for Iskigo. Wow. Um, but we were like Michael's Michael's good for this role. I think you were like the person we like. You were the one of the people first people we cast. Uh, we were like we were like yeah Michael. Awesome. That actually and like one of the people we agreed on because they're picking. An American Hispanic. An American Hispanic. <laughs> That's called a Hispanic. <laughs> and um, there's an American and Mexican, but there's it's Hispanic. Um, and Drew, we I, I told you about this. We mm-hmm. approached Harrison, and then he wasn't able to do it. Oh, uh, lucky shot. <laughs> and then we and then we approached you about it. It was a good time. I'm glad you were able to do it. Yeah, this was it was an awesome experience. I mean. This uh, sparks my interest more in staged readings and like the process, and it's a it's a really fun experience. I hope they continue to do more. I mean, I don't know how many playwrights we have here at Snow, but I hope they continue to do this because yeah. Andy was like, I remember last year he last year we were going to do a stage reading of mm-hmm. this show, uh, but it didn't end up working out uh, because so much other stuff was happening. Andy was directing another show, mm-hmm. and so he didn't have time and just didn't work out so we were like okay we're absolutely doing it this year um but i'm really glad he approached me about doing it and yeah no i hope they keep doing this with other playwrights yeah what did andy have to say um we're meeting this week to talk about it he said said it was a really he said it was really good i said a really good job and we should meet this week to talk about it he just publishes it to uh he just publishes it with you and then he just gives it to a guy in broadway oh that was broadway (laughs) maybe it starts off broadway It it starts on broadway we won't i mean would we still be considered the original cast what probably probably not Maybe we'll like be credited as like I don't know the just first it, ever stage reading cast. But. As as Boston edits the script, he just like, you know, when you read a script, it has mm-hmm. dot 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 this character dot 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 yeah this person playing that one character. Just imagine our names right there. Oh, maybe uh, this could be our professional debut. Uh, yeah, Boston. Uh, if you're looking for actors, um, except, I definitely except love that to means like we have to get our. A our actors union membership before. I don't know if Boston has to contact my agency or not. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what it's like if it's like uh, if you're just hiring friends to work. Like mm-hmm. if it's through you well, or or if you have to go through the union to mm-hmm. hire. Yeah. People. Or is it equity? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's equity. equity. Yep, we have to be equity actors before we go well, I mean, off like, Broadway or Broadway. So equity is really weird because you don't have to be equity to act in an equity show, but like, so uh, an equity theater has to hire a certain amount of equity actors, mm. um, and so like as soon as they hit that, as soon as they hit that, then they can hire as many non-equity as they want, mm-hmm. um, or they can hire more more equity. I don't know. Yeah, kind of like the Utah Shakespeare Festival. Yeah, like a ton of like non like non-equity actors can like be in that show. Yeah. But, Maybe they like need a certain amount, like two to three, and that's it. Um, I have heard. Don't quote me on this, but I've heard that uh, uh, in order to meet the quota of equity actors, they'll just extend contracts to people who in the cast were non-equity. Like, so that's one way to get into the equity. Another is like mm-hmm. uh, uh, just working in an equity theater, a certain amount of hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. And have like a limited, like a number amount of shows that are like professional. It's like. Uh, 
if you work a certain amount of hours in an equity theater, those hours build towards getting, and if you hit those hours, you are able to be in equity. Yeah, and get your um, equity covered. Don't quote this as fact because this is stuff I've heard, but I don't know. If, I don't know hundred percent if it's true or if I'm misremembering mm-hmm. it. Maybe before. Do your research. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> fact check me. Probably before I leave Snow, I'm gonna ask Andy like how to be a, an equity actor. Take capstone. Absolutely, take theater capstone. Awesome. Because it's like the does next he tell you step. The process? Um, he doesn't necessarily tell us the process of being in equity, but he like the next. It's a next step sort of class. Okay. I think Josh, if you just basically go up to Josh and ask him how do you go to equity, he will mm-hmm. tell you right on the spot. And I think Andy is equity. He is. he is. Yeah. Josh is equity too. Yeah. Josh uh, for acting one, he showed me. He showed us his uh, monologue that he uh, used to audition for equity. And it was from I Hate Hamlet. Uh, what? Mm, yeah, yes. I think I he performed Hamlet. that in our And it was well. good. It was good. <laughs> like, was it supposed to be a comedic monologue? Yeah, but he did it so dramatically, though. And it was, it, it was, it was comedic. I think but so. But it was dramatic. Yeah. Assuming this is the same monologue. Is it, is it the one where he was saying that... Uh, that um, talking about the whole monologue of to be or not to be... And how he was looking at the audience and how the audience, all that stuff. And he got inspired by the audience and he was a thing by then, blah, 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 blah. I think so. I can't remember. It's been last, it's been a while. Do you think Josh can perform it for us if we ask him? (laughs) Maybe, I don't know. Just comedy drama. Yeah, I assume that. But I want to see him act. I want to see Andy's uh, monologue that he did for Equity. That would be cool. Yeah. Um... That would have been fun. It's just, yeah, I, I'm just thinking about my contract. I don't, I think you have to contact them or I, or you contact me personally and I have to tell them that, but yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know what the situation is for like hiring friends. Yeah, I will have to ask for that. That, that is. So it's like, you're doing me, a, doing me a favor. Yes, like... yes, yes. I mean, if it's paid, then we have to get them involved. That's so. true. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not paid, then it's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> next thing we're talking about is bands, the new bands we heard of. I think of. if anything, you'd have to get them more involved if you're not getting paid, because that's like, a, they make sure you're getting paid a certain amount. I don't know. Oh, their, their, their thing is... Uh, Oh, they take 10% of my paycheck. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Then you'd have to get involved if you're getting paid. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Um, so we're talking about now a, uh, bands we just learned of and uh, we the new bands we know, we, we heard of, we up discovered. Um, there is this one band I've heard through Facebook on an advertisement called Panic Land. And they posed as Green Day for a few months and they basically got everyone to think that they are Green Day. And uh, they did a pretty excellent job. Look them up. Uh, one of their songs that they released from the whole entire Green Day al- album is called uh, Rome Falls. And it's a, it's a good album. Uh, they, they, made the, they made the uh, Green Day style very, very good. Uh, that, that's the band I have discovered, in my opinion. I think they're good. Uh, what about you guys? Um... Um, yeah, they have pretty good music. They produce good music, and they sound exactly like Green Day. But, yeah, I'll check them out more and see what happens. I mean, what, did you discover anyone, Drew? Mm, no, not really, actually. Not at the moment. I don't really pay attention to music as much as I did back then. 
Mm. I recently found a band uh, called AJJ. AJJ? Um, it stands for... Hold on one second. It stands for Andrew Jackson Jihad. Uh, it's Their music's really good. It, they comment a lot on, like, art and life and, like, what's, like... And, like... I don't, I don't know. It's... it's uh, I've been listening to their stuff for the past little bit. Uh, uh, a quote from one of their songs. Uh, it's called... The song is... You know, it sucks in here. That's not the name of the song. There's a song <laughs> called The Michael Jordan of Drunk Driving. Michael Jordan of Drunk Driving. Uh, but they have a song called People 2. Well, it's People I I 2. Uh, still Peeplin. Uh, there's a quote in it. It's, uh, dreams are for... No, hope is for presidents, and dreams are for people who are sleeping. Uh, and it's... Oh, it's a good it's a good band. I really like their stuff. And you all, you two and your audience, should check it out. All right. Well, now, if you guys are looking for new songs, just listen to these guys that we just mentioned. Now we're going to go to big stuff. <clears throat> I know we already re- reviewed this movie a long time ago, but last night we reviewed it again. Uh, Joker. <clears throat> Any thoughts? Joaquin Phoenix is the best actor uh, of this. No. He's the best actor of, let's say, like, last year and this year, because the Joker came out um, in October of 2019, and he already won Best Actor at the Golden Globes and Best Actor at the Screen Actor Guild Awards, and I, I'm going to say he's going to go for the three-peat and win at the Oscars, and if I don't, then I'm going to be very upset, because you shouldn't do him like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you think, Boston? I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was, I thought it was very well done. Um... Yeah, I, I had something else, but it's just gone. Uh, yeah, no, I thought it was a really well-done movie. During the viewing, or while we were watching it for the second time, we were just telling each other theories and all that stuff, how this whole entire movie can carry a lot of theories. Yeah. I mean, you don't know what's real and what's not, because <laughs> Arthur sure is a daydreamer. <laughs> oh, yeah, you have the whole the whole subplot with the girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no spoilers. I don't know what you guys are thinking. Uh, we're, we're good on... We, we can talk about spoilers okay, as long on. as it's not in theaters. If it's still in theaters, we don't talk about the yeah. spoilers. Awesome. Right. Now theaters. it's able... You can rent it on Apple TV or buy it on YouTube or just rent it literally like any device. Mm-hmm. But it's a great movie and I loved it and it's a classic. I had to explain to Hannah about the uh, girl plotline because mm-hmm. she thought the girl was made up. Oh yeah, and so I, uh, I told her about it, and I, she she was standing in the parking lot like, wait, what? He just randomly walked into her house, and she didn't even know who he was. Basically, she was freaking out. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what would you do if a random guy came into into your apartment and sat on the couch? Oh, don't worry, that happens all the time, Drew. With you, Drew. No, I'm not. Uh, it's a joke. But uh, the today I was. Uh, watching YouTube, I think, or playing a game. And uh, Drew walked into my room, and I didn't even hear him open up my door. I knew he was I knew he was close by because he texted me saying, are you home? I was like, yeah. So do you want to hang out? Yeah. I knew he was close by. But, like, the door, I didn't hear it open. And I looked over, and I see him there, and it scared me just, like, a split <laughs> second. I was like, I didn't hear you. <laughs> but, yeah. No, that, well, my roommates count Drew as uh, the sixth, the seventh. Sixth roommate. The sixth roommate, yes. Oh, we have nine. 
Nine. Nine? Because there's like six of us that live in the apartment. The seventh roommate. Sorry. Because we have six of us that live in the apartment, and then we have like three people that just stay over, uh, stay over at our apartment, uh, every now and then. Uh, so. Interesting. I think it might be ten. So we do you have other roommates like I'm not count me as like the unofficial sixth roommate, the seventh roommate. We because we have Daniel, Bradley, me, Zach, Kyle, Javed. Mm-hmm. So you're the seventh. Seventh. Yes. Yeah. Daniel, I don't think he even knows you're there because Daniel is he's, he's an he's an esport player mm-hmm. playing in his room. But I don't know, like do Zach and like Kyle and like I don't know the other guys like I'm not saying that I'm the seventh or unofficial one. Kyle and Zach doesn't say it because you don't hang around them that much. Mm-hmm. Um, Javed and Bradley says that. Yeah. Um, Javed has been listening to the podcast lately. I'm proud of him. He's ready, Javed. Yes, thank you, Javed, for listening in. Um, shout out to Javed. Um, uh, but Bradley and Javed consider me like as the um, as the seventh, seventh roommate. roommate. Yes. The reason why I think the reason why we say sixth roommate is because Daniel doesn't leave his room. <laughs> the six rooms. I was like, wait, I'm room number six. Wait a minute. What do you mean you're the sixth roommate? <laughs> yeah. Um. Sense, but oh well. Looks like I am the unofficial seventh roommate. <laughs> Uh, so this is going to be the last segment of our uh, podcast. All right, I got a joke. I got a theater joke. I did not tell Drew about this joke because it was actually pretty funny. All right. Uh, okay. So how many theater kids does it take to screw in a light bulb? I feel like I've heard of this before. No, he came up with this on the spot. Four. One to design the light bulb, one to direct actually putting in the light bulb, one to build the light bulb, and one to actually screw the light bulb in. I don't get it. The whole production. Screw, the whole screwing in the light bulb. How many actors does it take? One to direct. How many theater kids does it take? How many take? theater kids, sorry. One to direct, which there's yeah. always a one, one to design. One to design, one to build it, and one to actually put it in. Like the actor. Okay. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Okay. Okay, so this has been Act 4, and so uh, listen to Season 2 more often, uh, Episode 1. I don't know what to title this. My name is Michael Moya. My name is Drew Brown. And I'm Boston Smith. And this is Act 4.